If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up, a piece published at Boston25news.com, written by Jason Law. Thousands marched through the streets of Boston Friday, voicing their support for women's reproductive rights while also expressing frustration and anger over the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Quote, This is wonderful seeing everyone come out, but moving forward, I'm just afraid, said 24-year-old Tessa Barrett. Barrett said she had an abortion 10 years ago when she was a 14-year-old high school student. Friday evening in Copley Square, she held a sign that read, I don't regret my abortion. There are so many young girls just like me when I was that age who now won't have the opportunity to get their lives back like I did. Christine Poff said she's worried more rights could be taken away following Justice Clarice Thomas's concurring opinion in which he called into question the constitutional right of contraception use and same-sex marriage. Quote, I don't know that gay marriage is going to be protected. I don't know that LGBTQ rights are going to be protected, Poff said. A few blocks away from the demonstration, Stephanie Brown walked out of mass at the St. Vincent's Chapel in the Prudential Center. Brown is a devout Catholic and attends Mass there every week, but said she is disappointed by the court's decision. Quote, It's difficult to reconcile my own personal religious position. There are a lot of things happening in the country that don't coincide with my religious views, Brown said. I think we've gone back to another century in terms of legal rights. And it's horrifying. Next up is a piece published at MyNorthwest.com. The U.S. Supreme Court struck down the landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, leaving it up to states to pass bans on abortion. Multiple organizations in Seattle have responded by organizing protests into the weekend. The Democratic Socialists of America announced it will hold a protest at the federal building downtown. Quote, Our flyer argues that we cannot accept this unpopular attack from the Supreme Court, which is opposed by 69% of the population, DSA said in a press release. We can and must build a mass movement to defend and extend reproductive rights. Towards that end, our flyers and picket signs urge activists to pressure mass organizations, particularly Planned Parenthood, the Women's March Organization, and AFL-CIO, to use their authority to call a million-person march on Washington, in September. DSA on our own cannot call a million-person march, but we can pressure bigger organizations to do this. The organization's press release continued. Next up is a piece published at MLive.com written by Jacob Hamilton. Abortion rights activists gathered on the University of Michigan Diagonal Friday before taking to the streets of Ann Arbor, lamenting the loss of constitutional right to an abortion. The gathering, like many others across the state Friday, was brought about by the U.S. Supreme Court's 6-3 decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, the landmark 1973 decision that provided protections for abortion rights at the federal level, announced earlier in the day. Quote, We can't be tired. We will not be tired. 
said U.S. Representative Debbie Dingell, one of the speakers at the event. Because if we get tired, they win, and we're not going to let them win. Recently founded abortion rights group Washtenaw Helpers on Abortion Access, led by Michigan House candidate Carrie Regans, Washtenaw County Commissioner Katie Scott, and Washtenaw County Prosecutor Eli Savitt, organized the event in advance to take place on the day the decision in the relevant case, Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization, came down. Hundreds of people gathered on the Diag carrying signs and votive candles. Dingle was joined by Washtenaw County Prosecutor Eli Savitt as a speaker at the event. Representatives from the Michigan Reproductive Freedom Ballot Initiative Group were on hand collecting signatures in order to put an amendment to the state's constitution on the November 8 ballot that would protect reproductive health care and abortion rights. Dingle described starting her day in the halls of Congress in Washington, D.C. as she and other representatives voted on a historic gun bill. When they received news of the Supreme Court's decision, Dingle said she and a group of her fellow Democrats marched to the Supreme Court to protest. She then went on to characterize the court's decision as a fundamental attack on women's rights and called on the U.S. Senate to fight for women. Savitt joined Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel and other county prosecutors across the state in making a commitment not to prosecute patients who undergo an abortion or abortion providers in Washtenaw County. No matter what happens in Washtenaw County, we will not be prosecuting abortion, Savitt said. We won't be prosecuting patients, and we won't be prosecuting providers. Savitt then called on attendees to sign the Michigan Reproductive Freedom Ballot Initiative in order to put the issue to voters in November. Quote, The great thing about the state of Michigan is that the very first clause of our Michigan Constitution is that all political power is inherent in the people, he said. The group then marched, led by University of Michigan graduate employees organization members, from campus through Nichols Arcade to Maynard Street, before continuing down Liberty into downtown Ann Arbor with a police escort. A Michigan law enacted in 1931 made performing an abortion a felony punishable by up to four years in prison, but the protections provided by Roe v. Wade had prevented the law from being enforced since 1973. Currently, a Michigan Court of Claims preliminary injunction established earlier this year means that abortions can still legally be performed in Michigan, although the Republican-controlled state legislature is seeking to have that case thrown out. If it were to go into effect, the highly restrictive 1931 law would not grant exceptions in cases of rape or incest. When the draft for Friday's decision was leaked in April, Governor Whitmer filed a suit in Oakland County Circuit Court against 13 county prosecutors with the goal of declaring the 1931 abortion ban a violation of Michigan's state constitution. After news broke on Friday, Whitmer filed a plea before the Michigan Supreme Court to set an expedited briefing schedule for the case in the hopes of quickly providing a statewide protection for abortion. At the time the U.S. Supreme Court decision was issued on Friday morning, abortion immediately became illegal in nine U.S. states. Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Utah, and Wisconsin. About half of U.S. states are expected to enact bans or limits on the procedure in the coming days. 
And finally for this episode is a piece published at nhpr.org. Hundreds rallied across New Hampshire in protest of the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling overturning the constitutional right to an abortion established in Roe v. Wade. The court's ruling has no immediate effect in New Hampshire, where abortion remains legal up to 24 weeks. Still, the ruling prompted a series of protests among those who warned it could pave the way for further restrictions. Crowds gathered in several communities Friday night, including Manchester, Exeter, Keene, and Portsmouth. The rallies were coordinated by Planned Parenthood New Hampshire Action Fund in partnership with other abortion rights advocates and reproductive health providers. At one gathering outside the New Hampshire Supreme Court in Concord, 82-year-old Mary Lee Sargent found herself reflecting back on her time as an activist for feminist causes leading up to the Roe ruling. Back then, she said it felt hopeful, like progress was being made. Now, she feels the opposite. This is far a far worse feeling because it's such a, I mean, going backward and in such a horrible, totalist way, Sargent said. Michelle Antosiewicz of Barrington said her 17-year-old daughter also joined the crowd in Concord. While Antosiewicz said she sensed this news was coming, it was still a shock, quote, to really realize I'm in a time where child born today has fewer rights than 50 years ago. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting. And thanks for listening. A sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it. <laughs>